Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. We do have 13 minutes to go ahead of the close on a Thursday. Stocks are holding on to their gains right now with the S&P 500 index showing an advance of three points to 21.85, up by one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ up eight points, a gain of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up seven, a gain of less than 0.1 percent. The 10-year up 4.30 seconds. The yield on the 10-year, 1.53 percent. Gold up 9.60 the ounce to 13.54, a gain of seven-tenths of one percent. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate, now officially in a bull market, up a dollar forty-one forty-eight twenty uh, for West Texas Intermediate, up now by three percent. Brent crude above fifty dollars, up one point nine percent, fifty dollars seventy-seven cents on Brent. I'm Charlie Pallet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Walmart, good news for shareholders, for uh, company managers and all employees, I assume, increasing its annual earnings forecast after second quarter results topped analyst estimates. Is this a sign the world's largest retailer is pulling business away from rivals like Target? Where we want to talk about this and so much more, Walmart acquiring Jet.com, its attempt to compete with Amazon even more aggressively when it comes to online shopping. Walmart shares uh, up $1.36 at $74.29. Bert Flickinger joins us, Managing Director, Strategic Resource Group. He's back in our New York studio with us today. Bert, welcome. Thank you. So, Walmart, how good is the good news? It's good news because Walmart has good leadership for the first time in nearly 20 years, Kathleen. So with good leadership, it's uh, taken a long time to turn the company around, but with eight straight quarters of positive same-store sales, as you and Pim referenced, as I heard driving up from Philadelphia, Walmart's gain is uh, Target's pain. The offering at Walmart, has it changed? I was looking at things like organic food, groceries. They seem to be doing much better in terms of providing those kinds of uh, products to customers than Target. That's what we're looking at, Pim, is organic local farmers uh, looking at hydroponic, bringing in the destination demand uh, daily, particularly for millennials, uh, young adults that are focused on fresh the other thing that the leadership really deserves a lot of credit for is being the first team at Walmart after 50 years of failure in basic fashion to finally fix basic fashion, especially for young girls, uh, young boys. And Target's had some failings in, in fashion. Again, Walmart's game. Walmart, you know, Bert, you've been on the show. Uh, you've been on your big friend of radio and TV here at Bloomberg. Uh, where is Walmart now? You said the the, the, fir- the best management they've had in years, so we can understand better uh, Jet.com, that acquisition. But, you know, so recently, it's it's holiday shopping. It's Christmas Eve, and the, the, shocks, the stocks aren't 
uh, shelves aren't stocked. We've, we've seen that as, as part of Walmart. We've seen uh, them build these new stores that are supposed to appeal more for shoppers, and they don't necessarily. What else do they have to do let, let, besides build up Jet.com and compete with Amazon? Kathleen, as you and Pim have always said, leadership makes a difference in, in retail. And you and Pim and uh, Bloomberg have been uniquely successful in making individual and institutional investors a lot of money. And when there is a major leadership change, Frank Blake replacing Bob Nardelli at Home Depot, uh, for, uh, for example, um, Richard Baker and his team coming in at Hudson Bay, taking over uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, uh, Lord, Lord & Taylor's, et cetera, expanding out uh, Saks off Fifth. When when you have better leadership like uh, Doug McMillan and Greg Ferran at Walmart, Target has good leadership in Brian Cornell, but Brian's cleaning up the problems that have been passed along by his two predecessor and bad boards for 15 years. Uh, so so with so with Walmart, uh, what what you have is is what you and Pim reference from uh, fresh food to fashion. Uh, they're winning for the first time. And what Walmart does with the new team, they look at investing in fresh. They look at investing in stocking the shelves, as you referenced. They look at investing in fashion. They don't look at that as an expense. Target's still outsourcing, looking at everything as an expense. Walmart's investing in people for the first time, literally since Sam Walton started the company. And that investment's paying off because there's no expense mentality. There isn't as much of an expense mentality back in ben- Bentonville at the home office these days. Um, $2.7 billion spent on training and wages for the Walmart uh, sales force. What drives traffic into stores? It doesn't have to be just Walmart, but I'm curious because you're an expert in this. What gets people to go into the store? Because traffic at Walmart, much better than traffic at Target. It's it's uh, what, what you referenced in the break, Pam. It's local. So, for example... We'll be going through Mississippi, and we'll see um, Walmart separated. So they'll have the licensed merchandise for Mississippi State, Southern Mississippi versus Ole Miss, some LSU on uh, one border, some Alabama and Auburn on the other border, cross-merchandise between apparel, uh, licensed food. And uh, Target had been great at it, uh, but as, as, as we talked at the turn of the year, uh, Target really forgot to market and merchandise Christmas this year in their stores. They, they had more tires than uh, Christmas trees and, and Hanukkah lights in, in uh, some of their ads. And uh, Walmart's getting back to that rhythm of retail and understanding the detail of retail. And at Kathleen's point, they actually have product in the stores between Friday and Sunday when they do 60 to 70 percent of their business. That's the first uh, since, since really the, tur- the turn of the century, going back to about 2000. Well, you know, I just want to uh, ask you about uh, something that uh, uh, Brian Sazi was writing about yesterday, suggesting that even though TJ Maxx just had another sexy quarter, especially relative to its struggling department store rivals like Macy's and Kohl's, this could be a good time for investors to head for the exit doors. Uh, TJ acts a, a lot of respect for Ben Camerata, the founder who started right next to uh, Spags in, in Worcester. Carol Meyerwitz has done an exceptional job. Brian's correct. It's 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 building out towards scale. The better investment is the ones that are still going uh, more from multi-regional to national. National Burlington's had a, had a really good run. Uh, Ross is trying to trying to run off off price. Really, is where all the action is. Luxury and prestige uh, re, really struggling. Uh, nationally and internationally. 
Uh, Brian, to his credit, also uh, does, uh, was one of the first, along with the three of us, to call the turn on J.C. Penney too. So, uh, with with what uh, Penny's doing in expanding Sephora, with the exclusivity and uh, what Penny's doing with the uh, Disney co exclusives, uh, that's one of the few bright spots in department store retail today too. How would you characterize Urban Outfitters? Uh, love Urban Outfitters, uh, American Eagle, good leadership, good merchants, uh, uh, pe- people people from uh, Great Lake. Great Lakes region to really get after retail, understand understand the trends. Uh, they're going into Ollie's bargain basement uh, to to see what I, Ollie's is selling. They're seeing what Mark Glassman's selling in the Mark's off price store, some of the highest volume stores, unique uh, primarily to the uh, greater Cleveland area. They follow everything in existence and uh, really understand uh, teens teens want want to be forward and in, in, uh, unique in terms terms of fashion. And they don't want to have that chiseled, uh, cultured look of Abercrombie and Abercrombie's sister companies, Hollister, et cetera. Hmm. So do you agree with Pim Fox, who I think believes that a brick and mortar is going to be completely giving way to e-commerce, that no one, you know, especially the younger generation, they get their brown boxes and they're happy and they don't mind sending stuff back. And as as the time passes and the generations, you know, shift, that there won't be brick and mortar left? As, as, as we've talked in the last year, there's this accelerating retail ice age. Pem identified it with uh, the shaving club. And there's a real ticking time bomb, uh, as, as uh, you talked about earlier in your show with the J.P. Morgan report. There are 1.2 million fewer people working at bricks-based retail. They're not spending the money in the stores. Customer accounts, as Target reported yesterday, really cratering. There's going to be a real crisis in terms of sales tax revenue as well as property tax revenue. And public sector budgets are, are going to be going through a lot of pain. And uh, Pim, Pim's correct. The B and C malls, uh, the C malls will be ghost towns. Uh, the uh, B malls uh, will have high vacancy rates. And uh, retailers, uh, we knew it in the 20th century, uh, won't really be there uh, 10 years from now, probably five years from now. Amazon growing $25 billion a year. That's the size of Macy's and Bloomingdale's combined in total. L Brands, the parent company of Victoria Secrets, uh, streamlining their offerings, uh, activewear, sleepwear, and so on, but also promotional strategy. The shares of L Brands are up almost 5% today. What do you think of Leslie Wexner's L Brands? Uh, Le- Leslie's always been able to rebound. He's one of the last really br- uh, brilliant merchants uh, working today that's been successful uh, every every decade across his Operating companies uh, from uh, "quote unquote" the limited uh, to uh, VSS or Victoria's Secret, so uh, L Brands has a lot of room to run as well. Just in a nutshell, I, strong enough consumer? Is there enough paycheck growth? Is there enough everything to keep the consumer growing? Because this is certainly the, one of the biggest factors for no matter how smart you are as a retailer, people got to be shopping. Not enough uh, paycheck growth in the ten monthly consumer spending categories. Consumers are spending more in nine of the ten. Uh, everything from rent uh, to health, health care, uh, tuitions, loans, credit, etc. So as auto goes down, uh, retail is going down. Uh, consumers getting crushed. Consumers getting crushed. Well, we'll just have to leave it there for now. 
There's a lot of shopping, though. Right. <laughs> so I need retail therapy. This is depressing. I'm going to go buy something, Pim. All right. You help the economy. Bert Flickinger, Managing Director, Strategic Resource Group. Thank you very much. You can be followed on Twitter at Bert underscore Flickinger. Take you through to the close. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.